Welcome back to New Rockstars. What if episode four gave us our most depressing ending to one of these stories yet? Like, I, I wanted to cry. I really did. But is Doctor Strange more powerful when he's evil? And did we really need to see the complete annihilation of an entire universe? Like, will somebody please just give Christine some damn creme brulee? Can just call the kid from High School Musical 1 and 2 and 3 uh, that love the creme brulee and just give it to Christine? Because that's all she wanted, not creme brulee death. Anyway, this is Rogue Theory, the show that will repitch the wildest theories for the nerdy titles that you love. My name is MT, and going rogue with me today is the always awesome, talented, and lovely Jessica Clemens. What's going on, Joe? Hey, you know, go ahead, give me justice or give me creme brew death. You know, That's I'm, what on I'm, board saying. With it. I'm on board with it. <laughs> and also, returning to Rogue Theory is comedian and host of the Blurs in the Hood show, my man Jay Washington. What's popping, Jay? All I know is I want to see the ancient one keep having that black mother attitude. Like, what is you doing? What is you doing? What is you doing? <laughs> black mother, black mother attitude with the worst animation. Black mother right? attitude with the worst. Oh my god. <laughs> Her mouth was just like, man, 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 man. It was just very weird. But that's Tilda Swinton's real mouth. So exactly, exactly, oh my exactly, God. exactly. They were too canon, too canon, too canon. Oh my gosh. And finally, our own little library of Cagliostro bookworm, Mr. Tommy Bechtold. What's going on, man? Big head gang. I just want to say creme brew, creme brew, hey. To all my friends out uh, there. And uh, also, I'm currently <laughs> renting this space for advertising. If anyone would like to put... Uh, I, I almost said if anyone would like to put something on these cheeks, and then I got terrified about oh, what the comments I'll would be. I'll put something on them cheeks. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, this is oh, a, it's a whole new rogue theory. Anyway, uh, so, yes, now let's talk about some what-if, guys, because now that the same tentacle monster has returned in episode four that, you know, Captain Carter fought in episode one, what the hell are these things? And does a trailer image showing Captain Carter and Strange Supreme meeting imply a finale episode in which these two team up to bring this monster down? I think the tentacle monster is just the, the what-if punching bag. I think it's genuinely going to be, you know, it's going to be like in other, other episodes just getting its ass kicked and being ripped apart. But I do think I would love a finale where everyone somehow teams up. But I think them using the Tesseract to go back through, they can open up another interdimensional, like, whatever, hole. And that's where Peggy Carter jumps through and sees this evil Doctor Strange. But I also think that because MCU loves doing this in trailers, it could just be a memory. Like, it could just be, like, mm. a figment of the imagination or something. Like, even, like, using telepath, like, being telepathic, the evil Doctor Strange could reach Peggy Carter and be talking to them. But in that trailer, he says, who are you? So maybe she mm. is the one entering his dimension and entering his mind. Mm. But I don't, I know how you're like, this is rogue theory, Jessica. You have to come with, like what it's gonna be <laughs> i don't know but i think those are like notes that we should <laughs> shut up jay i think those are notes <laughs> that you should hold on to because it's just um, it's so important to understand that like he i i don't think it's real i don't think it's a real moment okay but let me ask you just yeah. like what the hell do you think the tentacle monster is though i just think it's a mystic bean yeah when he was fighting all of the mystic beans in the earlier episode i think it's just like this is the strongest one i don't think it's mm -hmm. of any importance but i could be completely wrong this is rogue theory okay. so i'd like to mm -hmm. hear but i do think it's just going to be the punching bag throughout the episodes i don't think it's going to be um for continuity's sake going to be used in like the mcu like movies all right yo jay what what do you think the the tentacle monster is 
I think it's a uh, no. Awesome. I I think it's a background anime <laughs> actor that's making one hundred twenty dollars per eight hours, and it just mm. wants to be singing in the scenes. <laughs> We're in the middle of a recession, people. This actor has to work. I just think it's I just think, likely. It's very <laughs> like <laughs> it's the extra from the Chuck E. Cheese band that couldn't get put on, and he just tried to keep coming back. It was like, do this thing. Uh, I think it might be the MCU's Cthulhu. It might be. It might be the MCU's Cthulhu. Okay. Just their version of it. But again, okay. that's why we only see the tentacles. We don't really see the base of it. You know what I'm saying? So I think they're saving okay. the base ah. for this big team. But again, like Jessica said, the MCU is known for giving you images, trailers, scenes that aren't in the final product that you are expecting to see. So they could be throwing something at us like, what if Doctor Strange and Peggy Carter yeah. team up? And then you'd be like... Oh, that's it? That's the episodes and it never happened? So it could be that. You know what I'm saying? But again, I think it's an actor that went to Central Casting and they told it to appear at the anime studio. Ah. And they were like, you're going to get $120 for these eight hours. You're going to sit in the worst conditions. And you appear on the screen. It got bumped up. You know what I'm saying? They were like, you're going to appear in two scenes. He was like, oh, I oh, made God. it. And he threw, he threw a watch party for himself twice. Was like, you can see me. On this. Jay, Jay is pitching Cats yes. Don't Dance and I just want that to be very clear right now. This is just cats don't dance all over again. Wow, yeah. that's plagiarism, Jay. That's, that's a crime. That's a crime. But no, okay. So Jay, so in this, you know, in a potential Captain Carter, Doctor Strange team up, how do you think that'll come about? Well, Stephen Strange, as we'll talk about, is hella depressed after doing the worst spells ever. <laughs> Uh, and just ending everything. And I think we'll start seeing, because again, this is the entire phase of the MCU we're in is mystic, cosmic magic. So different portals can be opened up. And I think Uwatu finally will get involved because it's set up him saying, I can't get involved because if I get involved, more things happen. So he will finally get involved. And remember, they're saying, what if is canon? So we're going into Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. So I think Uwatu might get involved and this sets in the mode, pulling in the heroes because that whole beginning is one event can make new heroes. So now we get T'Challa Star-Lord. Now we get Peggy, Captain Carter, Mm. all these different people fighting this giant monster that's a background extra that's finally going to get bumped up to feature pay then. And you know what I'm saying? He'd be be two more vouchers away from the sad card because you want everybody to win. (laughs) <laughs> yes. God bless. God yes. bless. Oh my God, Jay. We love you. We love you so much. All right, Tommy, what you got yeah. for us? Well, that I, you know, mine is very, very similar to what Jay just said. I think that we are all leading up to the last episode of What If being What If the Watcher interfered? Because we are just being inundated with, you know, thoughts of uh, him reminding us that he just watches and does not mess anything up because the results will be catastrophic but what if the results are already catastrophic if you look at the episodes that we've had of this show the theme is kind of like twilight zoney where like it always ends kind of with a mysterious or negative thing like we've got evil dr strange trapped in a faberge egg right now where his whole universe (laughs) has been destroyed and he's just sitting there like what chaos what chaos have i wrought? what have i done oh no and i think what it's going to be is finally it's going to get so out of whack and things are going to be so out of control that that the watcher will have no choice but to come in and kind of like take a nice Dyson vacuum to the multiverse and just <laughs> clean everything up a little bit. Have they not said it's renewed for a second season? 
It is renewed for a second. I think, yeah. So think don't you think it'd be a little too quick for the watcher to jump into shit like that? <laughs> I, I mean, or it, an infinite number of, uh, of what if universes open up from his involvement. We learn the consequences of him fixing things are not as always as they seem. I mean, it would be very, you know, very appropriate for the tone of the mm. series if he goes in, interferes, puts Captain Carter and Doctor Strange together to, to fight this cosmic being. And then just as all seems to have been reset and, and fixed, uh, there's an evil element cracking up through the surface. Yeah. You know, so, something... Something has been unleashed. Something has been awoken from all of this interfering. Uh, Jay's hands ooh, ooh, are raised. Got, you already know <laughs> this for it, Jay. Go for it, Jay. Okay, I think it might be Cthulhu, <laughs> the tentacle monster, or it could be the MCU's version of Harvey Weinstein. There you go. I'm done. I'm out. Ooh, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes, creepy fingers. <laughs> yeah, aka creepy fingers. But no, I really like what was brought up before about, you know, uh, the Watcher, you know, dying like in being able to die because mm -hmm. if this is a multiversal threat if this is like an interdimensional tentacle threat you have to imagine that the watcher is not safe as well mm -hmm. probably mm -hmm. um if if this ends up being a major threat well strange he tells strange but, yeah because strange even says aren't you a god you can fix this and he literally said the watcher says i'm not a god so if I'm not a god, I can die. Exactly. Exactly. What if the Watcher just doesn't recognize himself as a god, but he recognizes himself as something else? But how we see him is as a god, because I mean the te the the list to be a god is very uh, what we see is pretty like heavy. But to him, he's like it's nothing, and it's like but you are a god to us. You are what you can do. You are doing this. You are all knowing. You see everything, and you don't meddle in the behavior of what we're doing. You are a god. You're bigger than a god than the Celestials because they interfere. So like you so he's are a god. Is what you're saying? He's trans yes. beauty. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Yeah, I'll say that. Um, does wow. that give me a point, MT? Because I'll say that. <laughs> MT. Does that give me a point? Honestly, honestly, literally, all of this discussion has been like phenomenal. Mm. So everyone here gets two points. Ooh. Two points each. Ooh, wow. uh, I mean, sorry, this is I'm doing the show, so two thousand points each. Wow. Because that's this how is, we do and it. And this is how you lose it's, track of points. More. And this is how you lose this track is, of points when you give us. The I points. love thousand. It's true. I will lose I track this. of all of these points. This feels great. But no, like no, this is all some great stuff but like before we move on to yeah. the next topic which is which is about the watcher if you guys just like take a wild stab because i know that jay said like this is their version of cthulhu mm -hmm. but so for um for tommy and jess who do you guys think this tentacle monster is uh, you can be as ridiculous as you want like it doesn't have to be i like uh, well other than what i said before <laughs> i like the idea of the tentacle monster being the evil dr strange because when he did absorb mm. him he was able mm. to like to he had the appearance of all the mystic beings oh. that he uh, absorbed so what if when she, he's fighting he's sticking like his hands outside of what we saw peggy mm. carter oh. fighting and when they got in there this could be a scene from that situation of them maybe talking or maybe they don't get mm. along together well through that talk and he's like i'm gonna get out whether or not you like it or not and they start fighting she cuts off his fingers and that's what we see with nick fury and hawkeye um in the first episode of what if so i like the idea of it being dr dr squidward i dig it <laughs> dr right. Stro squid strange <laughs> so like what you're that. saying jess is okay. and here's my go off the tommy my bad mm -hmm. i love you bro here's mine so what you're saying is dr strange is a great date at the movie theater with tentacle fingers all right i'm done there we go um, oh my yes. god yes. let's continue on with the show um, let's talk about our merch partners at Epic Hero. You have some really cool limited edition t-shirts inspired by Spider-Man, No Way Home, What If, Loki, and all the other properties we talk about here on Rogue Theory, you know, all the time. And they've also got 
great new Rockstars hoodies, Suicide Squad laptop sleeves, as your laptops get cold, and anything else you might need for some nerdy back-to-school shopping. Because school's coming back. I'm sorry, children. It's inevitable. <laughs> um, so show your support for new Rockstars and get yourself some great gear at newrockstarsmerch.com. And who knows? Maybe you find uh, a partner that, I mean, your future partner that's wearing new Rockstars merch. And then that's how you guys get together. And then you guys Ooh. have babies. So there you go. And then you name your babies after me. That's, that's what happens. And me. Anyway. <laughs> yes, name your first two children after me and Jess. Jess first and then MT because MT is oh. more weird. It's a weirder name. Um, but anyway, before we continue, we want to thank our friends at Blue Chew for sponsoring this episode of Rogue Theory. Our friends at Blue Chew have a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Yeah, you know Jay's got some. Jay, I swear to God. <laughs> oh my God. He's waiting. He's prepared. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no doctor's office or pharmacy trips necessary, and it ships straight to your door in a discreet package so no one's going to know what you got in there, what you need for your bedtime activities. You sign up at BlueChew.com and consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days, and their licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength. And if you hate swallowing pills, good news! Blue Chew is chewable, just like it says in the name. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time for, to perform, and, you know, during those sexy times, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we got a special deal for our audience. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ROGUE at checkout. Just pay $5 at shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code ROGUE to receive your first month for free. And thanks to Blue Chew for sponsoring this video again. So, if you're carrying a credit card balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt. Like when Lady Sif kept kneeling Thor in the groin in a time loop, which is not fun for your groin. Uh, you need that if you need to, if you want to make children in the future. And Upstart can help you make that final payment so that you can get ahead. And Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. So, whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. And Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score and it's expanding access to affordable credit. And unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. So with a five minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. And you can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. They are not kidding. I literally did this and it was it's very fast. So find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash rogue. That's upstart.com slash rogue. And do not forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. And loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. So please go to upstart.com slash rogue. All right, gang, let's talk about our second topic of the day, because is anyone else in the MCU powerful enough to communicate with the Watcher? Because in that moment in episode of four of What If, I was like, oh, my God, he heard the Watcher talking to us. And then he's now directly talking to the Watcher at the end. It blew my mind. So, like, is there anyone else in the MCU powerful enough to actually communicate with the Watcher? Like, who else do you think can do this? We are the real Brady, Brady Bros. Brothers. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We, we are, are the real Brady, Brady Bros. Oh, I know. Every black woman in the MCU. 
Every black woman can hear everything from miles away, no matter where it is. I grew up with a black mama. Let me tell you something. So that means Angela Bassett's Ramonda can definitely hear everything the watcher got to say. Because a black mama can hear any. Let me tell you, we all, we, look, the two of us should know, just the three of us, Jessica, you, me, and MT should know, a black mama can hear anything you say from a mile away when you mumbling under your breath. So that means if she can hear that, she can hear the watcher. <laughs> she can hear that. She can hear the watch. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember Queen that Ramona day. got vibranium ears. Remember, it absorbs the sound. I remember that day my mom threw a remote at the watcher's back of his head when he said something <laughs> bad about him. My mom did that to me twice. If my mom is watching this, Linda Clemens, you know exactly what you did. That Comcast remote. <laughs> the speed. The velocity. <laughs> He's just like walking with her down the street and just chucks a remote at the sky. And she just hits him like, oh. She didn't tell the watcher, don't be talking about my house. I said, but to be fair, I said something. Not my house. I said something. I'm, I like, I, I probably said something. But also going back to what you said originally, sorry. Uh, Yeah, no, Wanda good. is. Wanda is. Wanda can't okay. because, I, and I'm only saying that because in... Uh, WandaVision Agatha was like, you're stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme. And I think there's something telling in this episode of when Doctor Strange was able to kind of hear him, but not mm. able to actually see or hear him. He sensed him a little bit, but not until he became, uh, not until he became the, the Sorcerer Supreme, not, or, well, not until he became evil Doctor Strange, uh, because yeah. that's when he absorbed all the powers. So I think mm. it was really telling for her to be like, oh, he wasn't there yet fully. But when he absorbed the other Doctor Strange, he was able then to see the sort uh, to see the Watcher. So I think Wanda and him definitely can see it in the MCU. Okay. In the MCU, those two absolutely can see the Watcher. I, I would say anyone okay. in possession of all of the Infinity Stones would be able to. So so let's see. We have three people that have ever had all of the Infinity Stones, right? Hulk, Tony Stark, and Thanos, right? So right. I would say if they had. At the time of possessing all of the stones, decided to use that. I believe they could reach out to the Watcher and Ooh. communicate mm. back and forth with all of the abilities to bend space, time, and, and everything. Yeah. So would that be anybody at the TVA? Would that be anybody at the TVA? No, this no, because of the drawer. The drawer, yeah, the drawer right. of junk paperweight paperweight infinity stones like you know what i'm saying again in the tva they yeah. don't work mm -hmm. but these beings now can basically mm -hmm. wield them in the tva go outside and who we don't know what exactly mm -hmm. may happen like we just look at the all-powerful as he who remains mm -hmm. in loki and yeah uh of course wanda but we don't realize whatever happened to dude uh george or whatever his name was the dude at the desk yeah. like could he be somebody we don't know you know oh yeah Okay, you know, we always have Eugene Cordero. Yes. Yeah, yes, people Eugene, who we, baby. Eugene Cordero, right. Who we think are throwaway characters, but they may be somebody in the grand scheme of things. Again, y'all tell me to go rogue. That's what I do, okay? You know what I mean? Okay. That's too rogue. No, that, that, no, that, that, that's that a very, very plausible very thing because, like, like the TVA has had yep. dealings with the Watcher in the comics. Mm -hmm. So, like, mm -hmm. it's it's not very rogue at all. It's, it's very in line. It's, in it makes a lot of sense. The MCU... <laughs> I, I'm uh, comics aside in the MCU. Are we seeing? Are we saying that uh, the Watcher? I always took it as the Watcher lives outside of like time, outside of that own existence of time, because he's able to see every universe. Right. So mm. I don't think the stones could reach him because it's on a different existence, oh, like how Dormammu was. Yeah, like yeah. Dormammu was his own time okay. loop. You had to like he had to leave 
his time in order to fight Dormammu. Okay. I think that with the Watcher, he lives in his own existence, and that's why those mm. that can reach that plane can interfere talk to the Watcher or see what him about, at least. What about uh, outside of the MCU? What about the Fox Marvel Universe? What about <laughs> Charles Xavier <laughs> looked into Cerebro? No, that's actually good. I like oh, this. No. This Could is have good. Amplified Xavier. <laughs> He's like, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Who told me to get a Gillette razor? Huh? Who said Gillette razors? It's your bald brother, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, like, I think that'd be really fun. Like, okay, no, let's, 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 let's go on with this. Who do you think in the X-Men universe, in the Fox universe, could communicate with the one. Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Two people. Jean, yeah, yeah, Jean Grey. And Jean Grey. Okay, <laughs> other than Jean. Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Because she spits hot fire. Because she spits hot fire. Like, I think every all of us went to that was so quick. All of us went to it was like Jean Grey or Jessica Chastain. Why? Because she just wants to be there. Or maybe we're, maybe we're, maybe we're looking at the wrong Fox. Marvel movies, perhaps mm-hmm. Doctor Doom as God. Oh, Doctor Doom. Doom absolutely oh, can. Oh, yes. Doctor Doom absolutely. Only if it's Julian. Yeah. Mc- only if it's Julian McMahon's Doctor Doom, though. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Exactly. Agreed. I don't know Agreed. the the name of the other actor. No one does. I didn't watch. That. No one does. Tony Kebbell. Tony. Uh, Tommy I, just said it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank, wow, Tommy you're you're a good man, job, <laughs> Tommy. Listen. Um, okay. My white mother maybe couldn't hear everything. <laughs> My mother may have white ears. But she sure as hell knew the stars of the Fantastic Four reboot, okay? (laughs) She might have let me get away with whatever I wanted. Maybe I was mommy's special boy that could whisper whatever I wanted under my my breath. Oh, my God. She she never let me forget the stars of the Fantastic Four reboot, and I thank her for that. This is what boss feels like every time. I think so. I think so. <laughs> so ridiculous. I love it. Oh, um, okay, I'm going to give <laughs> Jess and Tommy one point each, but I'm going to give Jay two points no. for the TVA because I think the TVA, yeah. and like especially Casey, yeah. I think there's an opportunity for Casey to come back yeah, and play a fair. bigger role here. Okay. Um, and like, because like in people in the TVA can talk to the watchers. So I think I really like that TVA angle. So yeah. it's pretty. Thank you. Okay. Fair. Is it because that's he's wearing a Wu-Tang shirt? For the children. I think, yes, that's exactly it. Uh, it's the Wu-Tang for the children. clan. It's for the children. For the children. <laughs> uh, w is the letter of the day. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, let us continue on to one of my favorite segments of all the segments that we do, even though I love all the segments, the row question. Now, DC has just announced that its fandom event will occur on October 16th and will reveal a host of trailers, footage, and other announcements for upcoming DC projects. And one of these is an animated film, DC League of Super Pets. So please, my (laughs) friends, pitch me your weirdest concept for a DC heroes or villains matching pet companion. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ah, This is a good one. Okay. I've got one if I could go first. Go for Uh, it. So my pitch is uh, DC Super Pets colon Super Villains colon 101 Salvations. Uh, It is the Super Pets of the DC Universe are getting picked off by a serial killer. And it's none other than the, than the hairless, 
cat owned by Dr. Doolmacher, a.k.a. the doll maker, who is the cat who has now been infused with the intelligence of the doll maker is going around killing Crypto the super dog, all of the other ones, all of the other super oh, no. pets of which I don't know and can name, skinning them, making them into clothing, making them into coats, and, and there can only be one one pet that can save them all, and that is, of course, uh, I, I'm going to assume the Wonder Woman has like uh, like a gecko or something like that, and it's the Geico <laughs> gecko in a tie-in, a very digni- dignified promotional tie-in the geico gecko goes one-on-one yes with the doll maker's cat uh the doll maker's pussy if you will uh ah, and uh can't forget about the doll maker's pussy. <laughs> you got my attention now yes <laughs> i was curious so that is that is my uh half-baked pitch for for the dc universe a hundred I, wow. I got one i got one um sounds very derivative my friend. i'm just kidding no that was yes. really great i love <laughs> Okay, go for it, Jeff. I don't have a title, but I like the idea of all of the superheroes in the DC universe, or kind of anti-heroes, that are all animals that have their own pets, but their pets are just acting like humans. Mm. Hear me out. Mm. So we have a re- we have Batman, right? What if we get Man Bat, but it's not the Man Bat yeah. from the DC universe? It's, just, yeah. it's not the Man Bat from the DC universe. It's a bat that acts like a human. And then we get Catwoman, but we get Woman Cat. And it's a cat oh. that's naked and acts like a human. And, hear me out. I know it, it sounds pretty strange, but then we get like Scarecrow, right? But it's just a dead man. What? <laughs> Scare oh. people. We get we get oh. a dead a dead corpse that like jumps up and but, is like, but, oh, I'm alive. So I think but, if we got like the the you know that crazy, and yeah. then we got the guy that did Joker to direct it yeah. and write it, and yeah. it'll be grungy and both, both Jessica and my movie pitches are directed are produced by Blumhouse as well, co-produced. Oh yeah, <laughs> monkey movies slash child animation movies. Mon- I mean, naturally, Monkey Duh. Paw Productions tried to get on yeah. it, and then they were like, actually, this sounds yeah. too stupid. This is too. So, <laughs> Monkey Paw Productions, Monkey Paw Productions and Jordan Peele actually produced mine. It's the DC Super Pets, Stop the Karens Everywhere. Oh. This is what happens. The world is being oh. overrun by a legion of Karens, right? Like the, the Karen chick in Central Park. That's, that just like the real world. And like the real world, right? So there are Karens everywhere. They've taken over. They beat up on Lex Luthor because they got him canceled. They beat up on the Joker. They wiped his face paint off and called his mama. Like these Karens are everywhere, right? And so all of a sudden, there's a leader of all the Karens. And these pets have to get together and figure out what Karen is causing all this. And we find out that the ultimate Karen in the DC universe is Lois Lane. Like she sits atop the Daily Planet. Yes. And she just makes Superman her bitch. Yes. Like she has him on a leash. And Clark yes. is just, ah, Lois, Lois, Lois. And so all of a sudden, but then black people are there and they just watching everything. They're just not doing nothing. they like these white people and they pets. And then all of a sudden it just ends. Produced by Jordan oh Peele. That's it. Oh, oh my God. goodness. I like that you outed Lois Lane for the for the Karen that she is. I would like to speak to the manager. I demand to speak to the manager. <laughs> the manager of the Daily Planet got me this job. Oh, God. That's um, <laughs> my father. Do you know who my, my father, father is? is? <laughs> I love how Jay said that uh, they called the Joker's mama, even though no one knows who the Joker's mama is. The Karens just they know. find out. It's like they correctly guessed the Joker's mama. It's like, listen, Batman been canceled. canceled. Like, can you understand? Bruce Wayne has been canceled. 
<laughs> like it's a bunch of Karens that sit at the back cave and you like, how the f y'all find the back cave? And they just there. <laughs> how did you end up at no. the back cave? They call the police. <laughs> there is a man in black. <laughs> But I'm going to give three points to Miss Jessica Clemens yeah. for that really oh! interesting yeah. idea for the for the like man bats and the yeah. and the pets. I think it's really fun. Like have a, a woman, a cat act like a woman. Why not? It's just really fun. It's silly. She's just walking on her two paws. <laughs> She's very I'm slender. just like you. I'm just like you. Like She's you. typing on the computer really quick with her paws. It's a good idea. Uh, X the scarecrow idea, yes. but the rest is really good. <laughs> Yes, 3,000 points to Jess, which I believe makes Jess our winner Ooh. for today's Rogue Theory. Hooray! Claps for Jess. I will take we one Doctor Strange tentacle finger, please. Ma'am! Wow. Oh, okay. Ma'am! Sorry, children. This just rated X. <laughs> we'll see you on the Rule 34 forums. Thank you all for joining us today. <laughs> I want to thank our guest, Jess Clemens. Jay Washington and Tommy Beck told, please follow them on Twitter, wherever they are, and please support everything that they're doing because they're all doing amazingly creative stuff. So please head to their Twitters and then find their links everywhere. But of course, support our channel by checking out all of our new limited edition No Way Home merch at newrockstarsmerch.com. You can follow me at Mastertainment, but most importantly, follow new rock stars everywhere we are, especially on twitter.com because Tyler, he's killing it. But also, if you do it on YouTube, hit that notification bell so you get notifications whenever I upload a video. Thank you guys for watching. We love you guys so much. Goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs>